All right, that's it's recording. Sweet. So uh, yeah, this this is it. Cool. This is uh <laughs> this is this is our podcast. Uh, hello, hello, listeners. Um, welcome. This is uh the first episode of a new podcast. It's a very very amazing, ex- extraordinary, and spectacular. Um, it's called the Mate Guys. Um, Mate with a uh, no accent over the e because um. After many, many months of uh, careful thought, I decided I would rather uh, have it right than uh, have it be easily recognizable. <laughs> so, 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 you know, we, we may have uh, a lot of people call, thinking we're the mate, the mate guys, but um, I'd rather have that than M-A-T-E with an accent, because as we all know, mate means I killed in Spanish, and I'd rather have the mate guys than the I killed guys. I don't know. What do you think, Clark? <laughs> yeah. No, that's um, that's the best way to go. I mean, <laughs> yeah. We're very... Hopefully, after um, <clears throat> a few episodes, we can uh, people will recognize us and be able to pronounce it. You know, just by reading it. You know. Yeah. No, we're the mate guys, not the mate guys. So. Yeah, or the match guys. You know, because uh, Portuguese is, is is definitely a thing as well. Um, but yeah, I guess we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Um, I'm Steven. I'm Clark. And uh, we are the Mate Guys. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we've, uh, we're just starting this podcast with the idea that, you know, there's a lot of information out there um, about Yerba Mate, as uh, we Americans say. Um, and uh, we thought, hey, why don't we just add some more information into the mix and just try to confuse some more people? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, i mean that was sort of our sort of our intention but no uh clark and i both have been drinking much now for i don't know how how how, well we're we're gonna talk about uh talk about our own personal much stories but um how long have you been drinking much clark i mean since day since the first time i ever tried it if you'd count it that way um six years six years okay yeah that's I, i started drinking in 2010 as well so yeah so between us we have almost you know like 12 years of experience drinking ground leaves in a cup. <laughs> so uh, that's really cool. Um, and we are drinking um, some Shimahong, some Shimahong during this recording. Um, we're drinking an, a brand of Shimahong called uh, Super Verge. That is Portuguese for super green. <laughs> um, if you don't know what Shimahong is, it's a Brazilian mate. It's very delicious and wonderful and marvelous and you're going to be hearing some weird sounds during the podcast, probably, because, like I said before, we are drinking it and uh, we are refilling it. So um, do not be alarmed. No one, is, no one is going to the bathroom in this lovely professional studio where we are recording. Um, that is just the thermos, and uh, you might hear some slurps and other noises. Um, so you'll have to forgive us. But, uh, yeah. That's the mate life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag mate life or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what the kids are doing nowadays. <laughs> But yeah, so that's us. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about ourselves. But uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, if you randomly stumbled into this podcast blind um, or you were held at gunpoint to listen to this podcast, um, I guess we better talk a little bit about what uh, Yerba Mate is. Um, so why don't you just kick us off, Clark? Tell us what it is. Cool. Um, Yerba Mate is a drink, a traditional South American drink. 
um, ground up leaves from the Ilex Paraguariensis tree um, down um, native to Paraguay, southern Brazil, and northern Argentina. Um, traditionally, it's dr- drunk out of a gourd, um, like a dried out squash with a filtered straw. Um, the leaves and you just throw the leaves in the gourd, drink it with hot water, and it it's amazing. It's a great drink. It has loaded with antioxidants, uh, has ca- natural caffeine in it, um, just as much caffeine as coffee. Or I don't know. There's there there are conflicting reports. There's there's caffeine. There's there's, there's a good amount. There's there's <laughs> sure. there's there's more than a none and less than too much. Yes, so. precisely. Um, yeah, no, like Clark mentioned, it's a it's it's a it's a holly tree. Um, it grows theoretically in Uruguay as well, but uh, they don't really grow it commercially there. But uh, it it isn't. It grows, you know, in the wild there. Um, they drink it all over South America, like Clark said. They even to a lesser extent they drink it a little bit in uh, southern Chile or Chile, um, a little bit in Bolivia as well. Um, and they actually drink it quite a bit in uh, Syria, believe it or not, for uh, reasons that we can go into in another podcast. But uh, yeah, so uh, all over and uh, all over the United States as well. There are groups of kids, hipsters and hippies and people who just want to attract attention, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there are two main ways of drinking. Well... I mean, that could be a whole other topic, but uh, I, I guess, you know, there's the there's a, there's the the hot-cold dichotomy, right, in mate, where you can drink it hot or you can drink it cold, right? There's a bunch of different ways to prepare it cold, and there's a bunch of different ways to prepare it hot. And um, kind of the purpose of this podcast is, uh, you know, in future episodes, we're going to talk about those different methods. We're going to talk about the different kinds of gourds or mates or uh, cuyas that you can use. Uh, we'll talk about the different um, straws or bombas or bombichas that you can use um or a bombilla here from uh, alabama i suppose you could say it that way um we're gonna talk about all that kind of stuff we're gonna we're gonna be talking about uh, <laughs> different you know brands of of mate it is you know it's like any tea there's different brands uh, each brand's a little bit different and with mates each brand actually can be really really different um because they uh each brand kind of prepares it pr- they produce it and prepare it a different way you know some some brands they dry it. Some brands they smoke it like a, like you would have smoked meat, you know. Like they, so it has a really smoky flavor. And some brands they just kind of flash dry it and chuck it in a box. So it's a there's a lot of diversity there. Yeah, <laughs> Clark agrees for sure. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure we'll be uh, we'll be reviewing those different brands as well. We'll probably be imbibing and uh, reviewing and talking about how we feel, what brands we like more what brands we like less there are there are very few brands that i can say that i absolutely do not like yeah very same. few yeah there's it's a minuscule amount yeah there's a couple there's a couple I, I won't name any names right now but uh not yet odds odds are you'll never encounter them at least not here let us cross our fingers and pray <laughs> that you don't encounter these brands <laughs> yeah well yeah that might not be good little do we know those specific brands are <laughs> infiltrating a supermarket near you but uh i digress so i guess uh we'll get to the main event of uh today's episode which is uh clark and i are gonna 
tell our own little individual stories of uh, how we got into your mate as a I <laughs> thought it was the first time I saw it written out. Like, ooh, Yerba mate. Sounds kind of cool. It's like Australian. Yerba mate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Clark, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah I can go first. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, tell your story, how, how you got into it. Cool. So, yeah, like I mentioned before, it was about six years ago. Um, and I had just arrived in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And uh, living in an apartment with five other Americans. And um, I want to say my first day there, um, one of the Americans was very adamant about having uh, me and the two newly arrived Americans um, try this strange, hot, grassy beverage they called Shimaho. <clears throat> so... We all took our turns drinking it, and I want to say, I, I, I'm just going to be honest. The first time I tried it, I thought it was awful. It reminded me of gla- of uh, long clippings, um, hot, boiling water poured over <laughs> long clippings. It was disgusting, and I hated it, and I was confused as to why they're having us try this drink. Um, it looked cool. That's for that's for sure. I mean, it was out of this weird cup with, you know, the green leaves on top and a metal straw. I was a little, I was pretty intrigued by it. Um, I would say about a year later, um, I got to try it again, but this time it was, uh, I want to say it was actually prepared better. Um, it was actually a Brazilian that prepared it this time, and um, my opinion completely changed. I was, I mean, I realized, oh, this is. <laughs> This is tasty stuff. This is good. Um, so I actually had this Brazilian that prepared it. I had him go and get me a cuia and a bomba, uh, the, the, the gourd and the straw for me. And I started drinking it on my own. And I really just got hooked um, in a good way, I guess. Um, it was I, Once I started drinking it regularly, I noticed that I started, you know, having a lot more energy and things like that. I'm not going to go too much into that, but um, that was when I first got into Mate, um, and it was in Brazil, and it was amazing, and uh, I carried on the tradition after I got back. Do you know uh, what what brand it was that first time that you had it? Um, I want to say the brand was Pampas, which is a very commonly in, uh, encountered brand in Brazil, at least outside of Rio Grande do Sul. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people tend to purchase this brand because it's the only one available. Chimahão dos Pampas, right? Yep. Comes in a little green uh, paper package with a little cowboy on it. Yep. Yeah, that's actually uh, interesting enough. That's actually produced by uh, Mach Leon, um, oh. the, one of the largest um, makers of Chamacho or Mate Cocido in Brazil which is mate that you would prefer or prepare like a regular tea, but uh, that's that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, that was just an interesting tidbit for you, Clark, not you, the listener. So sorry, listener. I'm excluding you. <laughs> um, do you do you know uh, the second time what the brand was? Second time, um, it was, I want to say it was Barão, Barão. Um, 
Jikotejipi. Jikotejipi? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's how you pronounce it. Okay. Um, and that was one of the other commonly, you know, it, you found it pretty um, pretty easily in, in most big markets in, in Rio. Um, but it was actually one of the best brands from Brazil. Yeah, no, so. it's, uh, it's definitely... It's the, uh, it's the workhorse, I think. I, it's, it's, Barão Premium is my favorite. Shimahong, that I always have it on hand. And yeah, you know, you're right. It is very widely exported all throughout Brazil and more so in Europe. It's pretty, it's a lot easier to get in Europe than yep. it is in the United States. You can get, you could not get it in the United States really locally until less than a year ago, which is pretty exciting. Made me pretty happy. Yeah. Fun fact, uh, it actually started becoming available in the U.S. like uh, a week or two after I got back from a trip from Brazil where I had just bought a ton of barão and brought it back thinking I wouldn't be able to get it, so I might as well stock up. So I felt pretty pretty silly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I probably paid less down there. <laughs> True. Um, okay, yeah, so I guess I'll tell my story now. Um, so the first time I had it was actually in the United States. Um, I was eating dinner at an Argentine family's house. Um, and if, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's never good to, uh, you know, generalize and, and stereotype, but if you're ever invited to dinner by a, a Hispanic family, the, the time that they tell you to come is about the time when they will begin to think about preparing dinner. So in the United States, you know, it's, it's pretty common if you're invited to dinner and they tell you, oh, come at seven, you'll get there and dinner will be on the table shortly after seven, you know. But at least in my experience, if you ever go to a, I mean, I've been, I've had lots of, I've eaten, you know, with Mexican families, Peruvian families, what have you, all throughout Central and South America. And uh, it's, it's it, the, the running, the running trait seems to be, all right, dinner's at five, show up at five, and they will be walking in from the supermarket with you <laughs> at five <laughs> with the ingredients. So anyway, I, that was my tangent of, we got to dinner, we were supposed to eat dinner at this Argentine family's house. And dinner was not ready, so we were sitting, you know, chatting, and the man of the house said, hey, have you guys ever had sherba mate? And we are like, no. And he's like, would you like to try some? And we're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, let's do this. And so he disappeared for a second, you know, and he comes back with a, with a little Ziploc um, full of a strange plant material and a small uh, gourd cup thing and a weird metal contraption and i start looking around you know like oh should we uh close the door should we close the windows like <laughs> what's gonna go down you know are, are we doing this <laughs> and then he quickly um, explained that it was not indeed um drugs we were not about to smoke drugs um but we were rather about to drink a tea and then i said okay no that that's cool i guess yeah it's, okay, that can be exciting too so uh, i watched him prepare you know put the leaves in the gourd and poured hot water and he chucked the straw in there and he actually had his sugar and this was uh, one of the first times, one of the last times I actually had sugar in my mate. <laughs> but no, he uh, he prepared it with sugar. It's pretty common for uh, Argentina. And uh, you know he tested it to make sure it was okay. Drank the first gourdful, as is tradition, the man who, or or woman, or child, or goat. The, the, <laughs> the being who uh, prepares the gourd, you know, is the first one to drink it. So he did that, and uh, he passed it to me with a with a, a new a newly filled uh 
quantity of hot water and I immediately put my hands on the straw, at which point he slapped me across the face and said, don't touch the straw. And I said, oh, oh okay, man, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and then uh, I tried it and then I instantly regretted taking such a big mouthful because it was really, really hot. And I was just like, man, I bet this is really tasty if I could taste it, but uh, I'm not gonna be able to taste anything for like a month now. So he looked at me and he's like, do you like it? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's hot, but no, it's okay. You know, I, was, I wasn't blown away by it. it was, you know, it was fine, whatever. And then uh, that was that, and, you know, we ate dinner. And then uh, a couple months later, I found myself similarly in Brazil, in a different part of Brazil, but I found myself in Brazil and uh, visiting some uh, some people, and they said, hey, it's kind of hot outside. You want to drink tereré? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> Let's do this. And they produced a small cellophane bag with a plant-like matter and a cup and a metal contraption and then all of a sudden I was like whoa wait no I, I I know this I've had this before and they're like really and I'm like yeah but I had it hot and they're like oh yeah that's a thing too and they made what I learned was terere and it's uh the cold version of mate and I was like wow this is awesome it's like cold and like kind of bitter but like delicious and refreshing and I got hooked and well not I mean not hooked in like a drug way but I mean I got hooked like in a you know, I was like, this is cool what kind of way. But uh, I went out and bought, you know, a, a package of herb, a, a straw. And uh, I actually drunk it out of, you know, um, you know, in Brazil, how everyone has those those plastic measuring cups that aren't quite they're like translucent, translucent. They're not quite clear. Yep. Yeah. I, I drank my Therede in one of those for probably the first like three months that I drank Therede. Um And then but yeah, no, so I drank a lot of Therede. And then uh, I made some friends from Rio uh, Grande do Sul. Rio Grande do Sul is the uh, southernmost state of Brazil, and it's kind of where they drink a lot of chimarrão. And they're like, "Yo, you gotta try chimarrão." And I was like, "Chimarrão? Okay, I can try some chimarrão." <laughs> and uh, I uh, went on this like six-month journey because uh, they told me that I need to make it and try it. They didn't tell me what brand to buy or like how to make it, so they were just like, "Yeah, just go do it." And I bought a lot of really bad herb, which I I, I did try that a. Uh, the, the aforementioned brand that you tried and I bought a gourd and I bought a straw and that was more you know suited for making shimahong and I uh slowly slowly learned how to make it and uh progressively bought better and better herbs um bought a lot of not very good herb um and then before I finally found yes the legendary barong I found a uh, a store that was near me that I sold it and uh yeah it was once I actually got my hands on some good herb, I was like, wow, Shimahong's kind of awesome. I like it a lot. Um, and then, yeah, I just kind of went crazy from there and started trying all kinds of brands and buying more gourds and straws than I know what to do with. Sorry, I'm being rude. I've been holding on to the gourd the entire time I've been talking. They, uh, just giving him the dust there and just yeah. waiting for that. <laughs> in, uh, in, in countries where they drink mach or mate, they... Uh, they like to say it's not a microphone if you're holding on to it too long with, and doing exactly what I was doing, which is uh, holding on to it and talking, which is uh, so I, I kind of was being rude. But that's another show where we will talk about the manners of mate. But uh, that's uh, that's that's pretty much it, I think, for, for this episode. We just wanted to kind of break the ice, get ourselves out there and talk about 
Yerba Mite. <laughs> Dear Australian uh, listeners, please uh, send Clark the hate mail. He, he told me to do that accent. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that's it. Uh, so um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to be talking about this uh this pretty rad beverage uh, on a on a on a fairly regular basis not yeah. really quite sure probably uh, like every two weeks maybe if we're really diligent we can get it to every week but uh i'm not gonna promise anything you'll you'll, you'll get the next episode when you get the next episode um you can follow uh this podcast um as of recording, I have not registered the domain yet, but I've checked the availability of the domain. But uh, I believe you will be able to follow us at mateguys.com. That is M-A-T-E, guys.com, all without spaces, no hyphens, no underscore, no nothing, just mateguys.com. Or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, I'm going to do some wizardry and hopefully get us onto the iTunes uh, podcast dingus and... Uh, I'm, if you know either of us in person, I'm sure we'll be spamming your Facebook wall and stuff like that with the link to this podcast because uh, we're, we're pretty lonely. Yeah. We just, we just want some friends. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got anything else, Clark? Any, any, any closing remarks? Um, no, I think we, we covered everything that needs to be covered. I think we're, I think we're good. And uh, stay tuned. We have a lot of good stuff coming out, coming your way. So, and some uh, some mediocre stuff too, and we'll probably have some bad stuff coming out too. I don't yeah, know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna promise. <laughs> I'm not gonna make a promise <laughs> I can't deliver on. <laughs> All right, uh, rock and roll. <laughs>